Yeah, calm down, boy. Calm down. Well, the big dog in the podcasting space, iTunes, has made his voice known about some changes that are coming to the iTunes tags. That's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Podcastification. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. iTunes tags. Well, you may not even know what iTunes tags are. I mean, tags are things that are kind of attached to your show that the software stuff in the background kind of reads and listens to and does stuff because of, if that makes any kind of sense. Well, iTunes has announced that their next version of their podcast app is going to have some updated tags, which means you as a podcaster have some new options of things that you can tell iTunes about your show. And on this episode, I want to talk about what those things are. Some of them are pretty significant and will make a big difference for some of you. And some of them are really not that big of a deal and won't really concern you at all. So let's get on with it. Well, let me say before we get started that I'm not exactly sure how some of these tags are going to be used in the iTunes app. I know that they will be used for some sort of sorting purposes and for showing you episodes in certain ways, but I'm not exactly sure what all of it is going to actually mean. So let's just start at the beginning with the one that I think is one of the coolest, and that is you can designate on a show level, so for your entire podcast, whether or not your show is episodic, meaning that you do episode after episode and listening to them in a certain order isn't really that important, or whether it is a serial podcast and should be consumed beginning with the first episode, then second, then third, then fourth in order. Now that's pretty cool. So you can see that a story type of podcast where it's an ongoing story and it builds episode upon episode would definitely need to be listed as serial so that it should be consumed beginning with episode number one and on through. But if you're doing like a business podcast and you address a different topic every episode or a different guest every episode, then you would want to click episodic. So that is something you can set on a show level. Now, that is something that you also can do inside of your media host. And that really is where you're going to be making these changes. I would assume Blueberry is going to have a way to change this. I would assume Spreaker is going to have a way to change this. Podbean is going to have a way to change this. Libsyn, I know, already has this set up. All of the clients that I work with on a regular basis inside of their Libsyn dashboard, 
these things are already there. So you can go in and set that kind of stuff. So that's the first thing that I think is pretty cool that iTunes is doing, and it's show type. Is it episodic or is it serial? Now there's also a tag or keyword field that you can place into your show level tags. And I don't really know what iTunes is going to do with this because they long ago said they are no longer supporting tags or keywords. And so it's kind of curious that this is there, but it is there. So you can include things like e-commerce or like financial planning or whatever pertains to your particular podcast. And you can do that on a show level in the iTunes tags. And that's one of those things that who knows, it may help you with search at some point. Okay. Now the additional tags are going to be on an episode level. So get that straight. This is episode to episode. You can change these tags that I'm about to talk with from this point on. These are things that have to do with your show and primarily things that you're telling iTunes about your show. Okay, the first is the iTunes title. Okay, so you can designate a different title to show up in the iTunes app or in the iTunes store than you actually have in other places like on Stitcher or on Google Play or whatever. I don't think that's really the purpose, though. What it says about the iTunes title in the instructions that come from iTunes is that you want to provide a title for your episode without contextual information, such as a season number or an episode number. So iTunes is not wanting you to use up your title space by indicating an episode number. So in most media hosts, I'm assuming Libsyn is this way. They will allow you to put your normal episode title, if that includes an episode number, that sort of thing. And they will also allow you a section where you can put in a different iTunes title. And what I'm doing for most of my clients is we're pasting in their normal title, and most of them do have an episode number in their title. I think for a blog post, it's helpful to show that it's an episode and you know gives people a different sort of reason to click on that blog post because they can see it's a podcast episode. But in iTunes, they don't want that. So what we're doing is just posting in the normal title and then just deleting the episode part of it. So it's it's the normal keyword optimized title that my team creates, but we drop that episode number and that's fine in the iTunes title. Now the next portion is the iTunes summary. Okay, and this is like a little blurb about what that particular episode is going to be about. Okay, and this is limited to 512 characters. I don't know how they determined 512, but I discovered that just by pasting the first paragraph of a set of show notes into that iTunes summary. And when I hit publish, it says, hey, that's too long. You can't do one that long. It says it must be 512 or less. So that's the iTunes summary. So if you go into iTunes and you click on an episode that you're considering listening to, you'll see a little description. That's exactly what this is going to be. My suspicion is this is what will show in the iTunes podcast app. And this is what will show on the iTunes store when you see an episode listed in a particular podcast. Okay, now keep in mind, this next one is on an episode level also. And this is the episode type. 
So you can indicate one of three types. Now think this through for a second. There may be some pretty cool ways you can use this. First of all, you can indicate that it is a full episode, which they have also could be considered a normal episode. So a normal podcast episode, that's what most episodes are going to go out as, I would assume. The next option they have is that it's a trailer episode. Hmm. So maybe it's like a promo for some special episode you have coming or some special program that you're doing as an entrepreneur. I don't know exactly what they mean by that, but those are the kinds of ways I would interpret that. So I could see that if you have an event coming up and you want to do just a special trailer kind of episode, somehow in the iTunes podcast app and in iTunes, the store, it's going to indicate this is a trailer episode. This is not a normal episode. Now I could see there being good and bad to that in different ways. I mean, what if it's indicated this is a trailer episode and people get used to that meaning this is a commercial or this is a promo and they just skip over it, therefore? Well, I could see less people possibly listening to that kind of an episode if that's what they think it is. So I don't know really how my clients are going to be using the trailer thing or if they will at all. On my podcast, I personally probably won't use it because I don't see it being very useful. But, you know, you have a different show. You are in a particular niche. That may sound like a really cool function to you. So if you're going to be using the trailer to indicate what episode type you're publishing, I would love to hear about that. You can let me know how you're using it. And my email is carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com. Now there's one other episode type, and it's called bonus. So say you produce an episode every week and you decide one particular week because there's some industry news that relates to your topic that has just come out. You want to create an extra episode and release it, say, on Saturday morning. Well, you could note that as a bonus episode and it would go out into your podcast feed somehow in the iTunes app and in the iTunes store indicated as a bonus episode. Again, we don't know exactly how this is going to look in iTunes yet, but they say when the new version of the iTunes podcasting app comes out, it will have these features. So it'll be interesting to see, or perhaps, you know, maybe they'll do a reveal ahead of time and they'll show us some screenshots or something of how it's going to look at this point. We don't know yet. Now, here is a cool feature that comes up for some of my clients, and that is you can indicate a season number. I have one client who does their show in seasons. I can see how that would be kind of cool because people can see the different seasons, the different ways you've gone about podcasting and see, you know, maybe season one was 2015, season two is 2016, season three is 2017. Maybe you don't even break for seasons, but you might want to use that as an indication of what year you published in. I don't know. You get creative with it, but the season number I think is meant for shows that release in seasons, kind of like Gimlet's show Startup. They release in seasons. And so that's the main way I think that they're intending for this to be used. Now, don't fear if you thought about those episode numbers messing up the order of your show as far as the sequence in which they publish, because iTunes has also provided a field for episode number. So, though your episode number does not belong in the title anymore, as far as iTunes is concerned, you can place it in this field, and it will go out as a tag on that particular episode and tell iTunes 
what episode number it actually is. And I'm assuming they're going to use that to order your podcast episodes in the right sequence. There is also the standard rating that you can do in iTunes podcasts. You can leave it to not set or explicit or clean. And let me just remind you a little bit about the explicit rating. Okay. If your show has content in it that you would not want your, let's say, seven-year-old to hear, you should note that episode as explicit. And here's the reason why iTunes also has parental settings within their apps and within the iTunes store that parents can use to say, don't let anyone using this device download or listen to podcast episodes that are labeled explicit. We'll think this through for a second. If you have explicit content, but you don't label it explicit and Jimmy Bob Smith, a little boy of six years old, downloads that and is listening to it and his parents find out. They can complain to iTunes. iTunes can then ban your entire podcast from their directory because you violated the terms of service. You agree when you sign up to iTunes that if you have explicit content, you will mark it as explicit. And you can do that on an episodic level. That's what the tag is I'm talking about right here is for. So you don't have to say your whole show is explicit. You're just saying this particular episode has some explicit content. Now, obviously, if you have things that are graphic violence or you have things that are sexual in nature, you know, you would tag those as explicit as well. Now, another thing you want to be careful about with the explicit thing, it may be part of your shtick to have explicit content regularly as part of your podcast. Hey, you'll attract the audience that wants to listen to that kind of content. But keep in mind, some of the iTunes stores, for instance, India will not allow any explicit content or any shows that have explicit content to be in their directory. So the iTunes India directory would not allow your show to be in that directory. So if you have any sense in which you want to get your show into India, you might want to consider explicit is not the way to go. Now that's the explicit or the ratings tag. Okay. There's also an iTunes author tag, and you can change this per episode. It's really kind of a cool idea. So you can put in your name. Normally, if you're the author of the particular podcast that you're doing, you could put in a co-host in there as well. It doesn't have to be just one. You can also put your guest's name. And from what I've been told from Raw Walter Lipson, the only things that iTunes uses when you put in a search term in the iTunes directory to find some podcast about some topic, the only things they use are your show title, perhaps your episode title, and your iTunes author tag. So I could see putting your guest name in the iTunes author tag for a specific episode could help that episode to rank when someone searches for that particular guest by name. So it's just another thing you get to play around with on the episode level of the iTunes optimization. And that is really about it. Like I said before, your media host, whatever you're using, Libsyn, Blueberry, Spreaker, Podbean, they should be keeping up with this and preparing to have everything together so that you can start using these tags appropriately when iTunes actually releases the app that's going to make use of them. Like I said, Libsyn already has it lined out. I mean, it's there in the dashboard already. I'm already beginning to use it just to get in the habit. Now, let me say one other thing. 
I'm not exactly sure how this is going to go, but my hunch, because I know something about how app development works, is that the particular podcasting apps like Overcast or Pocket Casts or you know, Podcatcher or whatever names there, I think there's one dog catcher or something like that. I don't know what it's called. But if you're using one of those, those particular development teams who create those apps may or may not support these iTunes tags. So if you have a strong preference about it and you use a certain player, I would suggest you reach out to that development team, the people who made that app and let them know what your opinion is. Because, you know, they may decide, hey, there's enough people who want this, enough people who will use it, that is going to be beneficial. You know, I realize there are a lot of podcasts out there you can listen to, and there are quite a number of podcasts about podcasting. So I don't take it lightly that you have taken the time to listen to Podcastification. I want to thank you so much. And if there's anybody that you know who you think would benefit from the stuff that I share here on the Podcastification podcast, you know what to do. Send them a quick email or a text and let them know about the Podcastification show and it will have more impact if you tell them personally why you think they'll benefit from the show. Hey, thanks so much. You know what time it is. It's time to go make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes, all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.